Hi, welcome to the Navigators First Responder Ministry Podcast. My name is Chris Green and I'm your host. Join us today as we talk to Art Allen on the importance of using the Cross T Paths or Cross Paths tool. You can download this for free at navigatorsresponder.org. So we've talked about cross paths. I'm here with Art Allen, a gentleman from the Navigators and friend, colleague who developed this. We uh, have talked about w- how this kind of chart works. You can download it at our website, navigatorsresponder.org, uh, as well as get a lot of the tools. Now let's talk about uh, how this works within the broader uh, uh, calling of the Navigators, and then we're going to talk about a very practical next step you can do. So. In the Navigators, our national strategy is a abide, ignite, multiply, A-I-M, or AIM. Abide means that you. it's, it's the same passage that we use uh, where Jesus talks about in John that he's the vine, we're the branches, we need to be plugged into him. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and those of you know, if you're you know, in Art's chart, if you're a non-believer, you're, you're a branch that's not plugged in. You're, you're not plugged in, you're not growing, you're not producing fruit, you're not doing what you need to do. So coming to Christ, they in abiding, they come and they get plugged in uh, to the branch. The next piece, abiding in Christ, means you're there. Ignite, that's the next part of our national strategy. Ignite means getting you started, get going, get the fire going, get discipleship happening. And so one of the things you would say about Ignite in your chart is? Is that um, all through the stages of maturity as a believer, uh, even in the non-believer, you're igniting uh, some questions, some some ideas, and, and the Holy Spirit takes those and, and, and works with that. Um, but as a, as a believer and, and maturing believer, uh, you're being ignited constantly by that one who's helping you. That's right. Uh, by your circumstances, what God is doing in your heart, to learn to love people and to love the way God wants you to reach people in this process of discipleship. Yeah. And so you, as a person who's a new believer, you're one step ahead of the believer. So you can, we can ignite the new believer to already start reaching out to his non-believing, non-believing friends. friends. Got right. it. And so we're all, you just got to be one, you're one step ahead. You were igniting them and we're, and igniting means we're encouraging them. We're strengthening them to go and, and carry out the great. Yeah. Condition. And they're, and they're, they're getting vision of what God has in mind and how he has developed a, a way to love people by sharing your life with them, by doing things for them and and bringing them the truth, the word of God into Got their it. very lives. So, as if Art, let's say I'm the non-believer, uh, Chris, and Art's leading me to Christ, what he would do is he would say, he's going to come ignite Jesus in me, okay? He's going to help me abide. He's going to plug me back into the vine. The Holy Spirit actually does the work, but he's the message. He's the, the, the ambassador that comes and helps me understand. I'm going to plug back in. I'm getting, now I'm getting Jesus is just like penetrating my life. I'm getting into the word. I'm learning his commands. I'm beginning to align with him. I'm abiding. But you're continuing to ignite me. That's what you're saying. You're mm-hmm. going to continue to ignite right. me. All right. You're a new believer, Chris. Now go find your friend and just share your testimony. That's right. Right, right. there. Just yeah. like we said earlier in another uh, cast, but like Jesus did with the demoniac. He didn't take him with him and his missionary team. He sent him back home to deal with his friends and his family, his community. 
Yeah, to provide a witness That's for right. what he just saw. That's right. Okay. So abide, ignite. And the last part of our strategy is multiply. Multiply. What does multiply mean in the navigator's art? Well, multiply means to not only uh, learn how to invest in people, but to start bearing fruit where you're seeing people uh, learning what you're doing and helping other people do the same. It's that 2 Timothy 2.2 where uh, you're investing into faithful others and they're investing into others also. So it just continues on and on and on, and it's what we call generational ministry. Right. So when you lead me to Christ and I lead someone else, now there's two of us leading people to Christ, and then now there's three, four, and it's actually exponential. That's right. But it's an exponential movement of the gospel. It can be. Um, uh, As long as we help people get through the pitfalls, that I think is a key, is really paying attention to the pitfalls and being willing to give your time to help people get through those. That's right. All right. So we have another tool within the first responder ministry we want to make you aware of, and it goes with this chart, and we call it our personal ministry of disciple-making prayer and focus list. It's a uh, five part, uh, five columns in this chart. Um, they kind of align. Art's going to talk about the alignment, um, but let me just quickly tell you about how this uh, works. So, if you download the prayer and focus list, there's five columns, and what you do is you, um, in column one, it's a gray column. You write down all the people you see occasionally, or maybe you work at a large agency, and maybe once every couple of weeks you see a guy uh, at another precinct or station or whatever. But you feel called to put his name down on this sheet, and you're going to pray for him. That's all you're doing. You're going to pray for opportunities for your coffee contact people to begin to share your faith. And then there's the Bible study column. That's people, maybe you're in a Bible study, there's a group of guys. Keep in mind, if people are in Bible study and there's no one-on-one, right, then then there's likely that they're in some pitfall and there's no one there to individually help them along. They're just studying the word, but they're not really changing anything. Has that been your experience? It can be. Uh, that, and that's the environments that we get in where we are studying the word of God together, but many groups don't have any application of that or personal accountability and responsibility uh, to help one another and do that. Your Bible study groups... Uh, especially if you have an agency Bible study, these are great fishing holes to find people to disciple, to really challenge and take them through this. So uh, so you have the Bible study column. Start putting names if you're not a part of a Bible study. If you if you don't have one in your agency and you want to start one, we have two organizations that help us start it. If you're a police officer, we have the Fellowship of Christian Police Officers. They've got a 30-year history of starting Bible studies in police. If you're a firefighter, we have the, the uh, Fellowship of Christian Firefighters International and they can help you start one in your fire department. Again, at our website, there's information on how to do that. But I like to set up Bible study just so I have a fishing hole to find guys to help them become a disciple maker. The next one on our list is the alongsider. The alongsider in the navigators is the person who comes alongside and helps people through pitfalls, helps them grow. Mm-hmm. So the alongsider uh, is the one, his, the primary job of an alongsider is helping someone abide to plug in. And we get detached all the time. We, we, we don't have time to talk about that, but that's what that is. The next column is disciple maker. This is the person you're challenging to go and do what you're doing. Um, and then the last one is leader. Uh, and so Art is going to just share with us a little bit how this kind of lines up with the cross paths ministry chart. Uh, and, and you can use it how you see fit, but just so you know. Well, as you mentioned, this is a prayer and focus list. So these are folks that you'd have identified that you're going to be praying for. And as we mentioned on the cross paths, that's 
one of the key things that it takes to see this whole process happen is prayer for these individuals. So as you're praying for this, these coffee contacts, this may be your, your lost column, but you don't know where they're at in their faith until you right. get with them and start to ask questions and get to know them and then start dealing with the issues in their life and the, and the questions they have, that type of thing. So you're praying them to the next uh, phase, which, uh, which is maybe getting into Bible study. That might be like the new believer and, and they've, 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 you've prayed for them, <clears throat> you've talked to them, you've shared your faith, they came to Christ. Now they're in Bible study, they're in this group. And now you're, you're looking for those that want to rise and, and continue on. Uh, many of them may be stuck, <clears throat> and you might give opportunities, but maybe they don't respond. So, that, and that's the key, is, the, is you're praying. You're praying for each individual. You want to see them continually grow and move into, now I'm alongsiding with this person, uh, now I'm seeing them start to make disciples and you, and now as you notice your your chart has bigger boxes at the beginning and that's right smaller boxes at the end because there's you know not everybody's going to move that yeah. direction all i mean the time, i've been so. in bible studies or even at churches with thousands <clears throat> of people obviously i can't help them through the pitfalls on an individual level but at that level but as you move across to alongside and disciple making you really got to narrow it maybe you get you know three to nine guys at the most i would say that you're going to do this with yep Right, and then and then the abiding pieces, uh, which is which is critical. You're teaching at every level of maturity how to abide uh, right there. Like we we talked about the babe dealing with milk. Well, they're going to be a, a level of abiding there and getting to know Christ. Uh, I, that's a, a that's a key thing because uh, in the Old Testament, the number one issue God had with His people is they did not know Him. Yeah, and in the New Testament, same thing. So. Jesus calls us to um, abide with the lost. He says in, in, uh, in John uh, that we need to be with them, right? We need to go to them. He sent us to them so they might believe. And then uh, in, in Mark uh, uh, 3.14, he says he, he called them to be with him so that he might be able to send them out and teach them that kind of thing that they might grow. So we're doing the same thing. We abide uh, with them and we abide uh, with him. Yeah. And so got we, we, we got to learn how to abide in Christ. And we're teaching people how to get into the scriptures, how to pray. We're, we're walking them through those steps individually in, in the nth detail of, of how to do that. And then by the time you get to ministering disciple in yours, you're in disciple maker on our prayer and focus list. Mm -hmm. So now all along, you're trying to encourage them to go do disciple maker things. But now you're really trying to develop the whole disciple maker right. here. So you pray for them, and then you go to your uh, cross paths ministry chart and go. All right, these are this is this is the state of maturity you're at, and this is the ministry phase where we're equipping you to go do disciple making. That is where we need to be taking people. That's right. Um, the Great Commission is go and make disciples. It doesn't say go make new believers or believers. It goes go and make disciples, people like Jesus. Right, right. It's almost like the school system when the pre K, you're you're. They're just, they're just learning, and they're getting familiar with, and as they get into grade school, they're starting to get some ideas and principles, and they're, and they're growing in their understanding of, of uh, processes. And then they get into high school, and in college, uh, they're developing skills and equipping to, to live life. Yeah, that's great. So the last one is our leader column, and these are the men and women who lead entire movements or agencies, and there is your laboring leader. Um, and not every, not, you know, in, on the cross T paths, you want to get everybody there. Uh, everybody's going to lead at a different level, but th this is a continuum on ours. You pray for the labor leader. 
Let me highlight five keys that we see in all disciples. This is a navigator thing. We call it the five marks of a disciple maker. Um, and in there, it's on your focus prayer list. A disciple maker, a fully mature disciple maker, they know Jesus. They're abiding in him. They don't know about him. They know him. Mm -hmm. They have a firm grasp of the scripture. So that doesn't mean they know all of the scripture. That means they have a firm grasp. They know where to go and look, and they've studied it. They've memorized it. Um, they're in community. They're in fellowship. Uh, Art pointed this out multiple times, but it's so funny. Across this chart, the number one pitfall is no help, no help, no help, no help. Fellowship always guarantees, true fellowship always guarantees you've got a team of people with you, right. a family to help you get through the pitfalls. Right. The, the next mark, the fourth mark of a, is they have a heart for the lost. And one of the things I've noticed is if you don't care if people don't have an answer and they're going to hell, then you're not going to be motivated to be a disciple maker. Big pitfall right. in our church. So, And the fifth mark is you think generationally. This ministry is not, it's art's not going to go lead everyone to Jesus. I'm not going to lead everyone to Jesus. We all together are going to mobilize, activate people, and exponentially lead people to Christ. Yeah, and, and as people uh, mature and grow, they might move around uh, and go to different places, different departments, that type of thing. So uh, this may not be all one person taking them through a, their whole life of maturity. It's going to be many touches from different uh, disciples making disciples and engaging uh, younger disciples to, to help them to continue in that process of their growth. So if, if many people know how to do this, to, to disciple others in m multiple places, departments, uh, you know, in, in the, any industry, school, whatever, then you got, uh, you got a, a community wherever you go to help you grow in your faith. Yeah, we do this as a team. That's right. right. And, we, and this is what we do in the military ministry. When a guy goes from one base to another, we connect them with the ministry there, and they can continue on for where they left off. And the good news is in our side, the first responder side, most people do their full career at the same police agency or, or fire department. And so, uh, you know, you get that steady. You get 20 years to go and seed mm -hmm. the gospel in your agency. So, Art, thank you for the time of explaining this chart. I look forward to ministering with you. I look forward to ministering with everyone listening on this podcast. Anything you want to add? The, the statement I have on this chart is, the path to the cross and maturity in Christ is traversed on the lives of faithful disciples. We need more disciple makers. Thank you, Art. Thank you, everyone. And let's go uh, carry out the Great Commission in the first response.